Hello, fellow rebel capitalists. Hope you're well. So now the politicians, the central planners, and the authoritarians are admitting the truth about Russian sanctions. So then the question becomes, are they going to make the exact same mistakes with China? Let's get right into this article from CNBC. Headline, with eyes on Taiwan, new China ban shows the U.S. may be learning lessons from mistakes with Russia. So before we get into the key talking points, I want to rewind back to when Russia first invaded Ukraine. I'm sure you guys remember this well. And on Twitter, on these videos, I was pounding the table that these sanctions were absolute nonsense. And the sanctions were in vain because they had more costs than benefits. And I think I specifically use the example of if you're going into a boxing match with Mike Tyson or John Jones in, a, in the UFC, that's the first thing you don't want to do is punch yourself in the face. <laughs> that's rule number one. Don't punch yourself. And that's exactly what we were doing with these sanctions. Again, they hurt us, the West, more than they hurt Russia. So why are we doing it, for heaven's sakes? And, of course, the pushback that I would always get on social media and a little bit here on YouTube is, well, George, we, we've got to do something. I mean, what, what, what are you saying? That we should just sit back and do nothing and let Putin just take over the world? I mean, we have to do something. That's the, the, the level of uh, intellectual rigor that I would receive with a pushback if I were to state, hey, these sanctions aren't a good idea. So the point is not, okay, let's sit back and just wait and see what happens. The point is, if we're going to do something, let's make sure that the costs outweigh the benefits. Or excuse me, that the benefits outweigh the costs, not vice versa. That was the whole point. And uh, again, I'm sure a lot of you that held that view got a lot of flack from your friends or from family members. You know, everyone of the Ukraine flag was just shouting at you and telling you that you're a Putin sympathizer, you love Putin and all these things. Well, sure, sure enough, now that uh, we're, uh, we've had some time to sit back and let things settle and, you know, calmer uh Calmer heads have prevailed, then they're admitting that, oh, yeah, those sanctions, the way we did it, that was a mistake. There were more costs and benefits. Okay, let's get into the key talking points here. U.S. moves to ban certain investment in China suggests that Western allies may be learning from national security failings. They're literally calling it failings. And one thing I pointed out on Twitter is that, you know, you guys are most likely in my boat meaning that you have no formal education in geopolitics. You probably don't have any formal training in economics or finance. You guys know that I've never taken any of those classes in my life. So if it's blatantly obvious to just some schmuck on YouTube, that would be me, <laughs> that these sanctions have more costs than benefits, how is that not obvious to politicians? How is that not obvious to Ursula, Klaus, Biden, Trudeau? And the answer is, it must be. It must be. So then the next question you have to ask is exactly what I asked in the thumbnail. Are these people stupid? Are they evil? Or I guess the third option would be both. Because those are your only choices. Meaning that they were briefed on all of the things that were blatantly obvious. 
meaning that the costs would outweigh the benefits. And they were just too stupid to understand that. Or they were smart enough to understand it and they didn't care. They're willing to sacrifice their own middle class, their own, the poor and middle class in their own countries just to score brownie points, just a virtue signal. And then they came out and lied about it, in which case I would categorize them as evil. Those are really your only two choices or a combination of both. The White House on Wednesday announced a ban on some U.S. investments uh, in the tech space, the latest. So what the idea is here is that, hey, we're really tied to China economically. And if, you know, we want to start World War III, or let's say they start World War III, they invade Taiwan, then we are at risk. Uh, we learned from COVID, they have all the masks, they have all the drugs, you know, yada, yada, yada. And therefore, we need to cut ties right now. Now, of course, they don't announce a backup plan. So let's just, I mean, look, when you went to Walmart yesterday or Home Depot or Lowe's, how much of that stuff was made in China? 99%. So to think that we're just going to cut off China, that's not realistic. Now, we may be able to cut off some key components. I think they may, they uh, were discussing semiconductors as an example. Okay, but then where are you going to go? And how, are, I guess we're going to force our companies to go somewhere else when currently they're going to China. They're going to China for a reason. And that's most likely because they're getting a, 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 the most efficiency at the best price and the best product. So if we're saying you can't go to China anymore when that's what the free market would choose, well, then that's most likely going to raise the price for Americans that are consuming those goods. You got to keep that in mind. So again, like Thomas Sowell says, there are no solutions. There are no solutions. There are only trade-offs. So we can't sit back and just like with Russia, we can't sit back and throw our hands up in the air and say, oh, we got to do something about China, 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 China. Okay, fine. But in doing so, we have to be analytical. We have to do a cost benefit analysis. What are the trade-offs? And if the costs outweigh the benefits, then that's something we shouldn't do. Pretty basic. Here's where the article gets really interesting. Pay attention to this one. Olina Yurchenko, advisor at the Economic Security Council of Ukraine. What? Said decoupling moves were made with an eye on rising tensions over Taiwan. So, I mean, what I'm gathering from this is this gal works. She's a politician in Ukraine. Um, okay, why are we talking to her? And let's just assume for a moment that she works for the United States government. And that she, we have something called the Economic Security Council of Ukraine, and she advises us on that. Great. Why are we getting her opinion on Taiwan? <laughs> this is complete bizarro world. I mean, let's, okay, sure, she might have some experience with Russia and Russian sanctions, although I don't know what they would be. But uh, let's, let's assume that she does for a moment. How does that give us any insight on the relationship and the dynamics between China, the United States, and Taiwan. I mean, this is a, this is apples and oranges here. Let's keep going down the article, down uh, moving on down the article. So, U.S. moves to de-risk from China with a new investment ban suggests that Western allies may be learning from national security failings. Well, obviously they're not, because the failing with Russia was we didn't do a cost-benefit analysis. So, I would ask you watching this video. Or I'd ask CNBC, or I'd ask these central planners, authoritarians, what is the cost benefits 
benefit analysis that you've done regarding China. Have you done one? Let me see the results. I, I get what the benefits are. You know, you're going to sell me on that nonstop. But now let's go over the costs. It's always a trade-off. There's never a solution. Hey guys, I want to remind you to check out Rebel Capitalist Pro. This is the incredible online investment forum that I have with investment experts, Lynn Alden and Chris McIntosh. It includes professionals such as Patrick Serezna from Macro Voices. He specializes in options. Tony Greer, commodity trading. Jason Hartman, real estate. And Brent Johnson with Macro Economics. If you want to build wealth and thrive in this world of out-of-control central banks and big governments, Rebel Capitalist Pro is the resource you need. So check it out today at georgegammon.com forward slash pro. That's georgegammon.com forward slash pro. We'll see you inside with the fellow rebel capitalists that are taking their investing to the next level. The White House on Wednesday announced a ban on some U.S. investments in China in sensitive technologies such as computer chips in the latest ratcheting up of Washington's disassociation from Beijing among amid perceived national security risks. And, and again, you can just hear the people in the background saying, well, we've got to do something. We've got to do something. We've got to do something. And I'm not saying this isn't the correct move, but let me see the costs and the benefits. Let, let me see the analysis that was done. Analysts said that US, the U.S. was making such moves with an eye on rising tensions over Taiwan, giving the potential fallout from the conflict to China, Taiwan would be unimaginable. I mean, tell me something that I don't know. So as you can imagine, Beijing hit back, basically said this was ridiculous. Uh, more specifically, they said uh, it was resolutely opposed to what dubbed the United States blatant economic coercion and technical technological bullying. Now, I don't believe them either. I mean, look, look I'm a critic of the United States government. I'm a crit critic of all governments. I think they're all terrible in their own way. <laughs> they all have figured out different ways to be horrible. So here we go. Here's a quote from the Ukrainian gal. These preemptive ideas about decoupling, taking the manufacturing and manufacturing facilities from China to India, etc. That's all done with a view of potential conflicts. So when it erupts, let's say Taiwan, it's not so excruciating to impose these restrictions. I mean, I Again, she's telling us something that a third grader could figure out. There's no insight there, which, again, makes me very, very skeptical. And the fact that we're using this Ukrainian gal, um, it just makes no sense to me whatsoever. So then they go on and talk about the history of, uh, of Taiwan, Beijing. They add some quotes from Kyle Bass, who, you know, I think Kyle Bass is a smart guy, but he, he's really, really, really hawkish on uh, China. I, I don't know if that's justified. Again, I, I'm sure he's thought this through, but I would like to see his cost-benefit analysis as well. So here is uh, another very interesting quote. Or let's see. Yes. And this is from Alina Ribakova. 
Now, I don't know if she, you know, what, uh, it sounds like she's from the United States because she's a senior fellow at the Peterson Institute for International Economics. Sounds like, I, I don't know for sure, but it sounds like an institution here in the U.S. And she has a different view. And this is what I find interesting or even more interesting. So Alina said that China was watching the West's approach to Russia closely. Makes sense. China has been cited as the primary intermediary supplying Western tech to Russia's military. And here's a direct quote from her. If we're not effective with Russia, if China is the one playing the key role in helping China circumvent these export controls, then how can we possibly think that we'll be effective against China if something were to happen with Taiwan? So hats off to CNBC with giving two points of view here. Now, I'll let you make your own decisions. You be the judge. But just at first glance, I'm far more likely to believe Alina than I am the Ukrainian gal. Why is that? Because the Ukrainian gal is just repeating bumper stickers that, again, a third grader could think through. Oh, we need to decouple from Taiwan just in case we have to issue sanctions against China. Okay, duh. Like, okay, I get that argument. Now, I'm not saying that that's what we should do, but the argument is blatantly obvious, right? Where this gal scratches beneath the surface. I'm, th- I'm referring to Alina here. She's the one that's actually thinking through and saying, well, wait a minute here. Yeah, that, that's true that at surface level, it may seem that that's what we should do, but let's look at this through the lens of reality. And her approach, her quote, is, in my opinion, far more nuanced. And again, just to reiterate here, she's saying that if what we did against Russia didn't work because China helped them get around those sanctions, then how can we assume that sanctioning China will actually help when, they're, when it's quite obvious that they were the ones that helped Russia? You don't think that they have their own kind of infrastructure set up to circumnavigate any, any type of economic se- sanction that we may impose on them? It would be foolish. It would be naive to assume that China doesn't have the ability to get around that, A, and B, hasn't thought this through. All right, so there you go, guys. That's what's going on with the government right now. Some very worrying uh, intel coming out of the administration. I'm not saying that they shouldn't do something towards China. I'm saying that they need to think it through, and we need to take a, a vastly different approach than what we took with Russia, and that's just virtue signaling. That is not a good strategy in geopolitics. Let's just do whatever I think is going to win me the most votes with my constituents. No, now is the time to set politics aside and say, forget the constituents, forget the votes. Let's do a serious, analytical, a rigorous study on what the costs are, the benefits, and then let's take action based on where we're going to have the, the, the most bang for our buck. And let's avoid doing things, even though they may be politically popular, that just score us brownie points If the net result is we're having to pay a high price, if the net result is we're basically shooting ourselves in the foot or we're going into a fight with Mike Tyson and the very first thing we do is punch ourselves in the face.
All right, guys, enjoy the rest of your afternoon. As always, make sure that you're standing up for freedom, liberty, free market, capitalism. We'll see you in the next video.